and you're listening to Pharmaceutical Calculations, a podcast about tips, tricks, and strategies for solving pharmaceutical calculations. This episode was originally broadcast on our YouTube channel, youtube.com forward slash pharmaceutical calculations easy. For the question, the question is actually asking us to find the percentage strength weight by volume of a solution made by dissolving 62.5 grams of potassium chloride in 187.5 milliliters of water. And the thing we want to do is we need to convert this from volume to mass quantity. So we started off by saying that density is equal to mass over volume. And so your mass is equal to density times volume. Now, the density of water is actually 1, so we can do 1 gram per milliliter, and the volume is 187.5 milliliters. So that cancels out, and you end up with essentially 187.5 grams. So what we need to do now is find the total quantity of their preparation. And the way we do that is to add the solute, which is the 62.5 grams of potassium chloride, to the volume, the solvent, 187.5 grams. And that is going to be equal to essentially 250 grams. So that's the total quantity of the preparation. That's your solute. And so what we can do now is set up a very nice ratio. And the ratio will be the amount of solute in there, 62.5 grams, which is the potassium chloride, divided by the weight of the total preparation, 250 grams. Then you want to make a proportion. And in setting up the proportion, we are going to use the definition of percentage strength weight by weight. And so the definition of percentage strength weight by weight is some quantity in grams in 100 grams. That is the definition. We want to recall that from some time in the past. Now, as I said earlier, if you want a more exhaustive tutorial, you can check out some of the video tutorials. I'll put them in the links in the description, and I'll put the link in the card as well. But for this question, we've got the left-hand side. What we need to determine is how many grams will be in 100 grams, and that's based off this definition. So the thing is, once you solve for x here, that will be your percentage strength. So x equals 62.5 grams times 100 grams divided by the 250, and that gives you 25% weight by weight. All right, so that's the first question, and it's a fairly straightforward, easy one. So the take-home message here is you want to always remember the definition of percentage strength, weight by weight, and then, of course, you want to utilize that when you set up the proportion. All right, so today's session is mostly focused on percentage strength, weight by weight. All right, so let's take a look at the second question. There are six questions total, and there are different levels of complexity. So as it gets a little bit, as we move through the questions, it gets a little bit more tricky. So you may want to stick around for the tricky ones. Okay, so here, this is a question that is similar to probably what we just did, but there's a slight twist. So here it says, if 500 grams of dextrose are dissolved in 600 milliliters of water with a resultant volume, final volume of one liter, what is the percentage trend of dextrose in the solution on the weight-by-weight basis? So whenever we see weight by weight, we immediately need to understand that we are going to draw on our understanding of percentage strength, weight by weight, and the definition is grams in 100 grams. I just need to remind us for those of us who have forgotten. And so for that to work, we need to convert once again this volume quantity to grams. So in this question, we are really not going to use this one liter. It's not pertinent for our calculations, and we'll see why. 
all right so once again anytime we need to convert from volume quantity to mass quantity you need like a density or some kind of conversion factor so we're going to move from mass being equal to density times volume and this our volume once again we are dealing with water so the density of water is one and so we have one gram per milliliter we multiply that by the 600 milliliters which is the volume and that gives you 600 grams all right so now what we need is the total quantity of the preparation so this is very similar to the previous example and that's going to be equal to the 500 grams plus 600 grams and you end up with essentially 1100 grams so this is the total quantity of our preparation this 500 grams is essentially the solute and so we will have a ratio which will be 500 grams divided by the total quantity which is 1100 grams and that should give us a proportion to determine how many grams is in 100 so this the right hand side is based on the definition of percentage trend weight by weight so Aisha has a question can we directly change the liters in grams we don't need this liter just to clarify if you want to convert the liters to grams then basically you're talking about changing the 600 milliliters to liters which would be 0.6 and then you can find your way back to grams you can do that but actually it's much more easier to go about it this way we are not using this we don't need that particular quantity so what we are going to do is solve for x which is our unknown so x equals 500 grams times 100 grams divided by 1100 the grams cancel out and that will give us essentially 45.45 percent so this was very similar to the previous question not much difference but it reinforces some concepts but let's look at another question and then we'll see some subtle differences that are beginning to it will require us to think differently okay same concept but require us to think differently now let's take a look at this question it says the percent of acyclovir and the quantity of lidocaine in the field prescriptions are given as follows. So Zofirax, 5% cream, and then you have lidocaine, 4% cream. You basically add an equal amount as lidocaine as you are doing for the Zofirax, right? And your total quantity is 15 grams. All right. So here, it's actually important you understand how the prescription is actually written. Otherwise, you would find it a little bit difficult to or tricky to answer the question. So what it is is because you added equal amounts of the lidocaine 4% cream and the Zofirax 5% cream, then it means that the actual amount of Zofirax is going to be half of the 15 grams. So let's start off with that because we want to actually answer the part A at this point. So we need to find the amount of Zofirax which is the same as acyclovir. Okay, so Zofirax, and that is going to be actually, is the 5% cream, that's what you use here, right? So how much did you actually take? That's what we want to determine, okay? So then it's going to be equal to 15 grams divided by two. And the reason you're dividing by two, once again, is because you're adding equal amounts, okay? The AA, equal amounts, that's what that means, of the cream, 5% cream, and the 4% lidocaine cream. So the actual amount of the Zofirax is 7.5 grams. Okay, that's very, very important. It's extremely important. I can't emphasize it too much. All right, so if you want to find out the actual amount, right, this 7.5 is for the 5% cream. So the actual amount of the API in this 7.5 grams is what we want to find. So the way we do that is we can say amount of Zofirax. So this time it's not the cream, it's just the API itself. And that's going to be equal to the percentage strength here, which is going to be 5 grams out of 100 times the amount. Okay, so 7.5 grams. And that gives us 0 0.375 grams. So in this whole formula or prescription, this 0 0.375 grams, that's the actual amount of the API in there. 
So now we can go ahead and answer the question, which is the percentage. Okay, so percentage Zofirax is going to be equal to this quantity, 0.375, divided by the total quantity, which is 15 grams. And that is going to be equal to some quantity in grams divided by 100 grams. So when we solve for this x, that will give us the percentage. So we can actually do that here. x equals 0.375, that's also grams, times 100 grams, divided by the 15 grams. So if we do that correctly, that should give us 2.5%. So we're done with the, that portion of the question. So let me repeat this. Understanding this part was key because that allowed us to do this step. And then understanding that the first step is for the entire 5% cream, but we are interested in the amount of the API, the Zofirax or the Acyclovir. But now let's go ahead and solve the second portion of it, which is the quantity of lidocaine. And the way we do that is basically to take the percentage strength of the lidocaine and then the quantity that we have, all right? So what that would look like is, is a 4% cream. So that would imply you have 4 grams out of 100 grams. And that should be equal to some quantity in grams divided by the total quantity of your preparation, which in this example is 15 grams. So we go ahead and solve for y. y is going to be equal to 4 grams times 15 divided by 100. And what we get the 0.6 grams. That's the answer. So percentage of acyclovir is 2.5% and the quantity of lidocaine is 0.6 grams. Now, this is a little bit of a tricky question, but now you know how to do it with confidence. All right, so let's look at the next question. So we've done three so far. We've got three more to go and then we are done. All right, so here we have a scenario where you have this kind of prescription. It's benzoin tincture. It gives you 18 milliliters. You have Peru balsam, 10 grams. You have cold cream, 70 grams. And then you have the question which says if benzoin tincture has a specific gravity of 0.88, calculate its percentage strength weight by weight in the mixture. So here, we are making use of a number of concepts. We first need to actually change the volume quantity to grams. And the reason we need to do that is, ultimately, we will have to add all these quantities so that we understand what the total quantity will be. So let's start off with that. Let's say the mass of benzoin is going to be equal to the density times the volume. So here, the volume, we know, 18.18 milliliters, and we'll be given the specific gravity. Now, specific gravity and density normally have the same numeric value. The difference or the distinction between the two is density has units because your reference fluid is normally water and the density of water is one gram per milliliter. So this numeric value stays the same, but density has units. Okay, so we have 0.88 grams per milliliter. And then we multiply that by the volume here. So that's 18 milliliters and that should be equal to 15.8 four grams okay so we figure that out our next step is actually to determine the total quantity of the preparation and so the way you do that is you take the amount here 15.84 which is the quantity of the benzoin you add to that the peru balsam because you're going to mix all of these two i mean all of those three components and then you add the weight of the cold cream and all of that together gives us about 95.84 grams 
So this 95.84 grams is the total quantity of the mixture. So now we can go ahead and determine the percentage strength. The first thing we will do is we'll set up a ratio of the solute of interest at this point in time, which would be 15.84 grams divided by the total quantity, which is 95.84 grams. And now we're going to make use of the definition of percentage strength and say some grams in 100 grams. So if you go ahead and solve for x, which is the unknown, x is going to be equal to 15.84 grams times 100 grams divided by 95.84 grams. So that cancels out and you end up with essentially 16.53%. Now it's weight by weight, so it's implied. Alright, so we've seen another flavor, uh, subtle trick. So normally what you also want to do is always make sure that your units are consistent. Anytime you see the volume, try and use your density to change that to mass and then you'll be good. So that was the fourth question. We have two more to go and we'll be set for today's session. So I'm going to pull up the next question. So this actually is a, it's a multiple choice question, but I still think it's very, very beneficial. So here is talking about trinitoin gel, retin A micro. Uh, it's available in two strengths, 0.1% weight by weight and 0.04% weight by weight. And the question is asking, which of these represents equivalent concentrations of the two strengths? So what I'm going to actually do is use this as an opportunity to illustrate some of the tricks you can use when you have this type of a multiple choice question. Now, when you look at the question, it's saying 0.1% weight by weight, 0.1% weight by weight, and 0.04%. Now, if you take a look at the left-hand side, based on experience, I can tell you that all of these numbers would essentially give you 0.1%. So the way we want to do it is we want to focus on what's going on on the right-hand side, or these numbers, and then once we determine that, we can actually find out whether the answer on the left-hand side is also correct. So what do I mean? If you take a look at this question, the options for B and C, B and C actually have the same thing. 0.06 grams is actually equivalent or equal to 60 milligrams. So these two are the same. This is one decimal less and this is 30. Now this actually is also 0.1%. But let me show you what I'm actually talking about. So we'll start off with D, which is 6 milligrams. And 6 milligrams, for us to change this to percentage, we need to convert the milligrams to grams. So 1,000 milligrams equivalent to 1 gram. And this will give you 0.006 grams. So let's go ahead and do the 0.006 grams divided by the 15 grams. And you have some quantity in grams divided by 100. So this is where the percentage strength comes into the picture. When you solve for X, what you get is going to be your percentage strength. So X here is going to be equal to 0.006 grams times 100 grams divided by 15 grams. So now, if we do this correctly, that gives us 0.04% weight by weight. So of all the options here, this is the only one that has 0.04, and then this value here is also going to give us 0.1%. So I'll show you later how this is 0.01%, but we can categorically say that option D will be your correct answer. But let's just confirm that for the 30 milligrams per 30 grams and see whether that also gives us 0.1%. So here I just showed you a quick trick. You don't have to go solve for each of them. You can use some really smart ways to narrow your options as to which one to examine first. And we did that similarly for D and we found out that that's correct. But I just want to confirm that indeed this value here is the same as 0.1%. And so once again, we'll convert the 30 milligrams to grams. So 1,000 milligrams 
is one gram and that gives us essentially 0 0.03 because you move the decimal three places to the left so that's in grams and then we can go ahead and set up that ratio so 0 0.03 grams divided by this quantity which is 30 grams and that's going to be equal to once again some quantity over 100 grams so if you solve for this one right here times 100 divided by the 30 you know some zeros will cancel out the three will cancel out giving you one and your decimal place will move one to the right because this is 10 and so we end up with 0.1%. So we just wanted to convince ourselves that indeed it's 0.1%, which it is. But we could have already determined the answer from our exercise here to select D as the answer. So when you have multiple choice, you really have to first of all understand the topic, but also have some test-taking skills, which help you to be very, very fast on the exam. So we are almost done. One more question, and that's it for today's session. And let's see how that goes. All right, so we start off with a formula. And these are kind of like almost real life stuff that you are likely to see. Now, this is a three-part question, but it's almost basically the same thing. And the question is giving us some information. It says you have lactic acid, 4 grams. You have salicylic acid, 5 grams. You have trichloroacetic acid, 2 grams. And then you're going to add flexible collodion solution in sufficient quantity to end up with 100 grams. So 100 grams is the total amount of your preparation. And I'll tell you why that's important in a little bit. Now, the way the question is phrased, it says, A, flexible collodion, this solution right here, it contains many things. And among those, it contains a 20% weight by weight camphor and 30% weight by weight castor oil. So the first thing we want to do is appreciate that information. But then it goes out to tell us some more that how many grams of each of these components, the camphor and the castor oil, will be contained in 30 grams of the mixture. So I'll formalize for 100, but we ought to scale it down to 30. So if you want a factor, let's do it in a very expeditious way. For 100 gram formula, a 30 gram formula, we are scaling it down. And the factor that we have is going to be the 30 gram divided by 100 gram. And that gives us 0 0.3. So if you multiply all the numbers here by 0 0.3, that should give us the actual quantities in the 30 gram preparation. So 4 times 0 0.3, that gives us 1.2. Then 5 times 0 0.3, this is 1.5 grams. 2 times 0 0.3, 0 0.6 grams. And of course, 100 times 0 0.3 gives us our total 30 grams. Now, why is this significant? It is because for us to know the actual amount of the flexible collodion, we need to do some quick auditing or accounting. The amount of flexible collodion is actually going to be equal to the 30 grams, which is your total here, minus all of these components. Minus 1.2 grams, minus 1.5 grams, minus 0.6 grams. If you don't know this, your answer will be wrong because it means you didn't really fully appreciate the question and understand what it's asking. So if you do the math correctly, you should end up with 2626.7 grams. So that's the actual amount of the flexible colloidine that is needed. But that was not the question. That was never the question. The actual question is basically how much camphor and how much castor oil is in there. So let's start with the camphor. It's a 20% weight by weight solution. So based on the definition of percentage strength, that's 20 grams in 100 grams. And that should be equal to some quantity in grams divided by this value. So we can solve for X. So X is going to be equal to 20 grams times 26.7 grams divided by 100 grams. And that is going to be equal to 5.34 grams. So that will be the answer for this portion. Then the next thing we can do is actually go ahead and do a similar thing for the castor oil. 
so i'm hoping you're enjoying this because this is actually very good stuff so castor oil this time we need 30 percent that's the contribution of castor oil in this solution of preparation so we repeat the similar process we'll do 30 grams over 100 and this ratio is coming from this percentage this is a percentage strength weight by weight but we are interested in figuring out how many grams is actually present in the 26.7 gram that's from here so let's solve for y or our unknown y equals 30 grams times 26.7 grams divided by 100 grams and that gives us 8.01 grams so this at the first glance looked a, a little bit tricky but as we've gone through the solution we can tell it's a little bit easier now so just take a snapshot or a mental snapshot of these values so that's 8.01, 5.34, and some of these values. And let's take a look at what the B question is actually all about. So B is saying that if the specific gravity of castor oil is 0.955, then how many milliliters of the oil is contained in 30 grams of the mixture? So in the previous question, we found the quantity to be 8.01. So this value is important to us for the B part because that's what we are going to use with the density to find the volume. So let's do that. So it gave us specific gravity, which by default gives us density because we can multiply the specific gravity by the density of water to give us the density of castor oil. But nonetheless, what we want to say is your volume is equal to mass over density. Okay, so this is from the density relationship. Density is mass over volume, so volume is mass over density. So here, the mass is the 8.01 grams, and the density is actually this value, 0.955. By this time, it has units of grams per milliliter. So the grams cancel out, and you end up with 8.39 milliliters. Very simply and easily done. So that's your answer for this question. And then let's do maybe the very last one. So it says if the specific gravity of the mixture is 0.781, what are the percentage concentrations of the lactic acid? Or oh, this is percent weight by volume, actually. So percent weight by volume of the lactic acid, salicylic acid, and the trichloroacetic acid in the mixture. So what we will do now is we need to take this value and then use that to convert the quantity to a volume. So it doesn't really matter if you use this formula or you went ahead and did the one that is scaled down to 30 because it's, it's a percentage concentration is going to be the same regardless of the quantity. So let's find out the volume of the preparation. And that's going to be equal to the mass over the density. So that will be 100 grams divided by 0.781 grams per milliliter. And that should be equal to 128.04 milliliters. So now, to find the percentage weight by volume, this time it's weight and volume, what we'll do is for lactic acid, we are going to take this quantity, 4 grams, and divide it by the total volume of the preparation, milliliters. And for percentage weight and volume, is some quantity in grams divided by 100 milliliters. So the only difference is your denominator is milliliters. And it's the same on both the left-hand side and the right-hand side. So if you go ahead and solve for x, which is our unknown, so x is going to be equal to 4 grams times 100 milliliters divided by 128.04. Now I'm having 3.12% weight by volume. So that's for the lactic acid. You want to repeat the process for the other components. So let's repeat the process for salicylic acid. We just call that SA. And that will be 5 grams 
divided by 128.04 milliliters. And that's equal to some quinidine grams divided by 100 milliliters. And once again, grams in 100 milliliters is percentage weight by volume. So we solve for y, and y is equal to 5 grams times 100 milliliters divided by 128.04. That cancels out, and our answer turns out to be 3.91% weight by volume. All right, so the very last bit for today, actually, and that will conclude our exercise today, is the trichloroacetic acid. So I just say TCA, and here TCA is 2 grams. So 2 grams, everything is in the same preparation, divided by 128.04 milliliters, and that should be equal to some quantity in grams divided by 100 milliliters. We can solve for Z, and Z is going to be equal to 2 grams times 100 milliliters divided by the volume, and the answer that we get is 1.56%. Okay, so we actually went through a, a wide variety of questions. These are classic questions. You will see some of these on your exams or when you practice. So just maybe review them. Thank you for listening to today's episode from RX Calculations. You can find all the episodes on our YouTube channel, youtube.com forward slash pharmaceutical calculations easy or as articles on our website at rxcalculations.com. If you have any questions on any pharmaceutical calculations topic, or you would like to suggest future topics, you can post them on our Pharmaceutical Calculations Forum, website, or YouTube channel. Links to all platforms are in the show notes. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud, or wherever you get your podcast so you don't miss out on new episodes. Thanks for listening to today's episode, and enjoy life. <laughs>